Welcome in. What's chilling, y'all? Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers live stream. If you guys want all of our content, you guys can find it on fantasydaydreamers.com. Producer Ian, drop that beat. Chilling, what's chilling, y'all? Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers. This is a podcast talking about fantasy football. I am your host, JJ. With me today is Ryan. What's up, guys? You know, Twitter R O K K O Daydreamer. And Keone is here. Gobble, gobble. It's turkey time. It's me, Keone, your local voice for. Weird references that you may or may not get, but I do, so that's all that really matters. But if you maybe find some references that you also like that will be in written form, I have them on the Twitter at Daydreamer Keone. You guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers. You guys can also follow this show at FF Daydreamers on Twitter and on Instagram. Today, we got some news to go over. We got some start-sit questions that you, the fan, sent in to us. And we got some sleepers. So, let's get into the news. Titans waved running back Adrian Peterson. Goodbye. Yeah, it was a nice little run that he had. For like a few weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. Jets quarterback Zach Wilson will start this week as Joe Flacco and Mike White go on the COVID-19 reserve list. So we're going to see uh, Zach Wilson. How do you guys feel about Zach Wilson with uh, Elijah Moore, Jamison Crowder? Well, we've seen three other quarterbacks play well in his offense. Let's see if Zach Wilson could do it. They had a good matchup versus the Texans. It would suck if he can't, though. Speaking of the Texans, they cut running back Philip Lindsay. We're professionals. What? Yeah, that was solid. You see how that you transitioned right there? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're professionals, baby. That's all that matters. Um, okay. Um, sucks for him. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't know if, if I feel confident enough about David Johnson, though. I think it gives me more confidence about David Johnson and maybe even uh, look at Rex Burkhead. I'm all True. in on Rex Burkhead. He does have an interesting name. It's a cool name. Like a name you would choose, like if you were a kid, like you were able to choose your own name. Like, hey, I'm Rex. Or your <laughs> dog, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Rexins, they're going for it. Oh, I love that. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. The Giants parted ways with offensive coordinator Jason Garrett. He shall not be missed. No, not really. Um, his clapping will be missed. He was mm. always positive encouragement. The Seahawks running back Chris Carson had season-ending surgery, so if you have him, you can go ahead and drop him. You don't need him unless you're in the Dynasty or Keeper League, then you can hold on to Chris Carson still. And he will be missed. Yes, he he will. Very much so, especially for me. Like I can account for that because I had him and really needed him for this week since my running backs are thin this week. So it's rough. And as Keone talked about, Logan Thomas, the tight end for the Washington football team, was designated to return from IR officially. He was uh, practicing. So 
yay. Yeah, good maybe, for him. Maybe he'll play, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, and then the Browns running back, Kareem Hunt, he was also designated to come off of IR. So, uh, Dearness Johnson. Oof. I mean, he kind of already struggled last week uh, with Nick Chubb's turn. So. I mean, hopefully, you know, he had enough, he did well enough in his game to maybe be traded or get an amp opportunity on another team. Maybe. If Kareem Hunt does come back, do you guys start him? This week, no. Give it a week, yeah. and then I'll Which, probably see what yeah. this Browns offense is looking like because they're struggling. Pretty. They they really are. Like, the their Baker is, it's stuff is up with him. Either just keep him in or, or not because he's injured. And plus, so, yeah, it's it's a mess there. Yeah, that's true. It is. Uh, the Baltimore defense has kind of been a little bit of a mess too, though. Um, but Nick Chubb, I think he's the only Brown you could start right now. Huh? Uh, yeah, I don't trust anybody else really. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our start sit questions. If you guys have any start sit questions you guys want us to answer, you guys can DM us on Instagram or Twitter at FFDaydreamers. We also are on Twitch, live streaming Mondays and Wednesdays. So if you guys hop in on that Twitch, we tweet out uh, when we're going to be on and uh, jump in that chat, drop those. Uh, yeah, We'll answer all you guys' questions. So let's get into our first question. Odell Beckham Jr. versus Green Bay or Tyler Boyd versus the Pittsburgh Steelers? Keone, who you got? This is a duo of players. This is a duo. That I, I'm not that big on Tyler Boyd because Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, I think, get more opportunities on that team. And then Odell, I just don't necessarily like his personality. Not the biggest fan of his because I've said it about Aaron Rodgers. If you're going to be a diva, you have to be able to ball out. And Odell doesn't really ball out. So, however, given given that, uh, I think he has a better chance of, of getting targets, seeing as Stafford tried to get him the ball. And it's just they had a really bad game um, when he first was there. So uh, I'm going to have to reluctantly and begrudgingly say Odell. Question for you, JJ. Is uh, TJ Watt or Fitzpatrick going to play? Do you think so? Just tell me how you feel as a Steelers fan. Are they going to play? Um, you know, I saw a report. Let me uh, try to pull that up um, while you talk about Because if they don't play, give me Tyler Boyd. Because I think the Bengals roll over the Steelers. Uh, the defense didn't look as good as it's been in the past, especially with TJ Watt. They're not able to get as much pressure. Um, with... T.J. Watt coming back, I think I would pick Odell because I think the opportunity would be there. He had the bye week last week. Green Bay's defense has been good overall, um, even though they got destroyed by Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, but it happens. Um, so I th- I'm going to go T.J. Watt if – or sorry, if I'm going to go Tyler Boyd if the Steelers' defense is pretty banged up. Odell if the Steelers' defense is right. I think I agree with you. Um, I can't really find anything if TJ Watt's going to return. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you. The Steelers, if the Steelers are banged up like they were this last week, they do not look good on defense. Uh, they didn't look good against the Lions on defense. They didn't look good against the Chargers on defense. 
T. Higgins is going to get targets. Oh man, it's it's pretty tough. But I think I agree with Ryan. Where if if the Steelers are playing T.J. Watt and Mika Fitzpatrick, then I go with Odell. If they're not playing, I go with Tyler Boyd. A uh, little update I found. <clears throat> Mike Tomlin said Tuesday that he expects Watt to be ready to play Sunday against the Bengals. I haven't found anything about uh, Minky yet. Okay. Well, Odell it is. All right. Huzzah. All right. Next question. Miles Sanders at the New York Giants or Miles Gaskin versus Carolina? The two miles is. Can we throw in Miles Morales in there? (laughs) Shout out to my son. Guarantee he's going to ask me about that later on tonight. Mm. People love Spider-Man. And it's good because it can show anybody can be Spider-Man. So good job, Miles Morales. Anyways. (laughs) But for this conversation, I'm going to go Miles Sanders. Uh, Jordan Howard's going to be out this week, um, if not longer. Giants defense is not is not a great defense against the run. Eagles have been running. I mean, I think they ran fifty the ball fifty times last week. Um, also, I think Miles Gaskin will have a hard time versus Carolina defense. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Miles Sanders as well. The Eagles have been running the ball a ton recently. Number one run, rush team the past few weeks, and then uh, Miles Gaskin. You you think he's gonna have a down gate? Down game against Carolina. Well, uh, his season has projected out that he should. He had he's just been going off every other week. So in week six he had one point. Week seven he had fifteen. Week eight he had seven. Week nine he had twelve. I know that's not that big of a difference. Week ten he had five. And then this past week he had eleven. I'm seventeen. Sorry, five and then seventeen. So it looks like Miles Gaskin will have a down week if uh, things go as they have all season. Yeah, Miles Sanders is the answer. Like, don't don't worry about like don't get rid of Miles Gaskin for this week. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, put him on your bench. Yep. Shout out, James. Hey. All right, last question here: Michael Pittman Jr. versus Tampa Bay, or Mike Williams versus Denver? <laughs> what is so funny? Because I mean, it's just Mike. I just I've who Mike Jones <laughs> <laughs> or. Okay. Mike Mike Wazowski. Um, so I'm gonna go with Michael Pittman Jr. here. <sighs> Mike Williams has been up and down a lot this season. Um, he is the number two wide receiver on that Chargers team, and if he doesn't get in the end zone, I don't know if you can really trust him. Um, meanwhile, Michael Pittman, on the other hand, is the number one receiver for the Colts. Yeah, he had a bad game against Buffalo, but that's because Jonathan Taylor got five touchdowns, and I'm not going to count on that happening every single week. Um, so give me Michael Pittman. Yeah. Uh, despite Jonathan Taylor being, like, God levels of running back right now, uh, he is he is agent O two eight, Mister Fitted, <laughs> aka Codename Wrecking Ball, but I think uh, in this, I think this week, Tampa Bay is going to try to focus their efforts on containing him, and not that it's going to work all that well because it's a difficult prospect to do, but I think it's going to be maybe less than what we have seen so far, and then he's going to have a good game, but I think it's going to open up just enough up an opportunity for Michael Pittman to have a good game. 
And Mike Williams, on the other hand, I think he was in the right place at the right time in this past game against the Steelers. Because otherwise, in the past few weeks or the weeks before that, he it had it had shifted like the power dynamic um, from earlier in the season. So Keenan Allen is clearly like the guy that we thought he was going to be, and then Michael Will or Mike Williams has kind of relegated to the number two there. He's using his whole government name, Michael Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you guys. I'm gonna go with Pittman. Uh, Mike Williams had a bunch of duds. Got saved that last second touchdown or game winning touchdown. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Pittman. Yeah, the last four games before uh, the one against Pittsburgh, who we talked about, their defense was not looking good. Uh, had a lot of missing pieces there. He hadn't gone over seven points. Um, Mike Williams, that is. So, yeah, I'll take Michael Pittman. All right, that'll do it for our start-sit questions. Let's move on to our sleepers. A.K.A. our tryptophan inducers for this week, specifically. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Hey, hey. All right, so who is going to be a sleeper for week 12? Let's go one at a time. I'll start off on Thanksgiving Day. I know Mad Nagy's the coach, but I'm going with Darnell Mooney. Allen Robinson looks like he's going to miss another week. Darnell Mooney will be the alpha on this team with Robinson out again. They play the Lions, um, which is not a very good defense. I know, Ryan, you got the Lions winning, but that doesn't mean that Darnell Mooney can't have a good game, okay? Uh, he had 16 targets in the last game. He's also had five or more targets in the last seven games. He scored three touchdowns, so almost every other week he's getting in the end zone. He scored 19 fantasy points each of the last two weeks, or 19 or more fantasy points each of the last two weeks. I think Darnell Mooney is a, a young player that has a lot to improve upon, but is is pretty good, and you can definitely uh, start in your flex spot against the Lions. Damn, those those are some good. Uh, so those are some good stats. Yeah, it was great, and I also agree with you. And I'm jealous that you got to pick him first. Um, <laughs> That's I'll what happens <laughs> whenever you create the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go next. Uh, I got Melvin Gordon going against the Chargers. Revenge game narrative. Mm. I always like those. Uh, the Chargers are horrible against the run. Give the fourth most rushing attempts. Uh, fifth in most rushing yards given up, and first in or sorry, second in rushing touchdowns given up. Uh, big game for both teams. Uh, both are over 500. This is my matter for the playoffs. I think Denver runs all over them with both Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, but I think Melvin Gordon gets in the end zone. He is he, like to do that. Yeah, yeah, he loves getting in the end zone. It's mm. what he does best. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be a little petty right now, and I'm going to go with uh, my second guy first. I'm going to go with Cedric Wilson <laughs> just to get ahead of you. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I talked about him earlier in this week as a, uh, as a guy you can pick up off the waiver wire. And we'll see if C.D. Lamb plays because apparently to some a source we have, he is five sixth, through, five sixth way through the concussion protocol. So he just has to get one more step through. But I guess hopefully if you picked him up, I mean, we don't wish him to be injured anymore, but still, for this sake, uh, we hope uh, he doesn't make it through concussion protocol, meaning Cedric Wilson will play a lot more of this game. Not and for this sake over here. I did not hope that. <laughs> look, let me look at the camera. CD, do your thing, baby. Fair enough. And I know, yeah, CD <laughs> Lamb uh, managers will be upset at me saying this, but, you know, I fight for the everyman, the person who isn't able to get CD Lamb 
those Cedric Wilson fans who can rise up and pull out a win in a key uh, week. And because, yeah, if, he, if if both, we know Mark Cooper's not going to be there, so there's already one guy down. And if so, if CD, if CD Lamb's not there, it's going to be him and uh, somebody else and Dalton Schultz. And so he's going to get, he's going to get uh, the yards and he's gotten in the end zone before. So he, all he needs is those yards. And I think he can do that. So they're going to have a good week this week. You're the, really the jumping Cowboys. on that uh, Cedric Wilson train. Uh, I have to. You're becoming a fan. I have to. I you have got to commit. I think to you talk your about two, two podcasts in a row. You're officially a fan. Sure. I mean, he, uh, CW. It's a good. It's a good TV Go. brand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> After you ruined the WB for me. That's true. They be yeah. They became the or they were they were the WB yeah. and then they became yeah. All right. The reason why Keone was a. Uh, Wanted to go before me with that player was because I have the other uh, Cowboys wide receiver, Michael Gallup. Probably the better choice, <laughs> like the safer choice. I mean, he uh, missed a lot of games, you know, um, but he is back now. He played the last two weeks. He got five targets in the fir- his first week back and then 10 targets this last week, missing Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb going out around halftime. Like Keone said, uh C.D. Lamb's still up in the air with that concussion protocol. It's not team doctors doctors that are going to decide. It's an outside doctor. So it's not like the Cowboys can just be like, yeah, he's ready to go. Let's play him. Um, He is still going to have to clear that one last step uh, before he can officially play. It's Thanksgiving Day, playing against the Raiders, who have not played well. Their secondary has not played well as of late. And... I expect Dak Prescott coming off a rough game where he didn't throw a touchdown, a single touchdown against a bad defense in the Kansas City Chiefs to go off and his wide receiver won on the day, i.e. Michael Gallup, as long as C.D. Lamb is not there to go off as well, have a great shot at scoring a touchdown. And So, yeah, Michael Gallup. I found a compromise, by the way. Uh, so, he's still he's okay to play. However, the outside doctors that who were going to okay him they accidentally like they're like oh it's thanksgiving they woke sorry. up late yeah oh it's thanksgiving sorry we forgot like we, my bad dog like we, ah. we, yeah we went on our uh, walk before the meal to listen to a little bit of bob marley and uh, we forgot to clear him I, I, so it doesn't happen like this is the first time this has happened i swear uh yeah i i think you can even play michael gallup even if cd lamb uh does does show up i agree i think the cowboys are going to be scoring i agree as well uh, for me, it's going to be Rashawn Bateman. I thought the breakout was going to happen last week. Uh, I think it's going to happen this week, obviously because Lamar was sick. Uh, the Browns averaged 42 and a half points versus the Browns last year, and uh, the Browns have given up the 11th most, um, 11 most receiving yards and 11 most touchdowns to wide receivers this year. The Browns are also giving up uh, points 12th most on the season. Lamar Jackson's four and six, or four, sorry, four and two versus the Browns. I think they are going to roll all over them. Bateman gets in the end zone. Uh, I think he, I'm going to actually predict his stat line. I'm feeling good today. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm going to predict it. Ready? Six receptions. Six targets. A hundred yards. One touchdown. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. All right. I like it. Living on the edge. Wild. 
I was uh, I was thinking of maybe kind of doing the same thing with one of my guys, but I'm like, mm, that's too spicy for me. Well, anything's <laughs> too spicy for you. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yes. Um, so in order to keep with something that seems mild and, and relatively tame and, and milk toast, even though they, they can produce well, Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I mean, the man just looks very like, Land. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I but, agree. Um, he plays well, and I think he's going to play well this week. Um, he's going against Seattle, which has been a, just a bad team in general the past few weeks, and especially on defense, being one of the worst just overall defenses in the league. Um, and uh, he might be getting Logan Thomas back. I think that's a big deal because he doesn't have to solely focus on trying to get the ball to Taylor Heineke or – um, <laughs> Taylor Heineke to Daryl Heineke. I like yeah. it. He's going to pull a, a, a Brett Ferve. Yeah. Um, at uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, he doesn't have to try and focus on getting him the ball in some weird manner. Cause it seems like Terry McLaurin is like in weird, like finds a way to catch the balls that have been thrown to him. And it's just like, I'm st- surprised this man is still on the field. Um, after the hits he's taken in to secure. Um, but anyways, yeah, Logan Thomas hopefully is going to be in this game and that will help provide a big target to go through, especially in the red zone, which is going to be important if he's going to score, which is going to get him points. And uh, maybe a little Curry Samuel comes back too. Uh, that would be great. Cause I was a big Andre Carter. Andre Carter scored two touchdowns in the last two weeks. That's a great name. Andre Carter. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty good name. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, I've been sort of wishy-washy on him, but, uh, I think for this week, I'm going to grab myself a Heineke. Nice. It is Thanksgiving, so. I mean, he's not playing on Thanksgiving, but. No, no, but it's Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of people have time off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and grab that Heineke. Yeah. Maybe you extended your weekend into Monday when he plays. So. That would be nice. Mm. Yeah. Whatever job you got. Giving you a five-day weekend. <laughs> Let me know, bro. Let me get, me get that. <laughs> They're not giving it to me. I'm taking it. All right. Um, that'll do it. Thank you guys for joining us. Oh, real quick. What is your guys' favorite Thanksgiving food? A solid mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, I think it's not traditional necessarily for Thanksgiving, but ham. Love ham. Yeah, that's more Christmas, I feel like. You have a ham on but Christmas. I also love ham. I do love ham. And if you're going to have ham at Thanksgiving, I'm going to eat some. Don't get me wrong. Well, then, uh, should I change it? Should no, I no, I, no, no. Okay. Do you it's, like ham? Because, yeah, ham is delicious. Because um, mine's not really... Some people don't have it at their Thanksgiving, and whenever they don't, I'm kind of mad. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is the best. And if you don't have mac and cheese at your Thanksgiving, you're wrong. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As I said, you guys can find all of our content at fantasydaydreamers.com. You guys can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FFDaydreamers. We do have a Twitch Daydreamer Media, so if you go follow us over there and uh, follow us wherever or subscribe, whatever they call it, on whatever platform you are listening to this right now, leave us a five-star review if that platform lets you. And uh, yeah, tell your friends. You got to remember, even on Thanksgiving, stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Be safe. Even if not with your biological family, be with people you love. They're, they're your family. So. And we're thankful for the fans. Yeah. Thankful for you. Everyone who listens to this <laughs> podcast every week, it matters. 
Yeah, hashtag you matter. No, wait, you matter hashtag. Yeah. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.